Welcome to That Foreign Feeling, a podcast that creates space for conversations surrounding mental health, grief, and loss. When you may not know what you are feeling exactly, but you know something is different. You may not be able to explain it or understand it. All of these feelings are what we call That Foreign Feeling. We're so grateful and excited to be able to tell you about our sponsor, BetterHelp. I'd been going through a season where I knew I needed to get back into therapy and had to seek out a new therapist. I've only ever gone to in-person therapy, but as it turned out, no one was taking new clients and waiting lists weren't being offered. BetterHelp was recommended to me by my sister, and I was very hesitant to try out an online therapy service. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. I took what felt like a leap of faith, and it was one of the best leaps I've ever taken. I was matched quickly based on my preferences and the accessibility, the professionalism, the options all exceeded my expectations. It's so convenient. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, live chat, phone, or video call. There are days where I can't do live video because my girls are up and starting their homeschool day. So instead of rescheduling my much needed session or putting off school, I just opt for a live chat. I can see what my therapist is typing and get more in versus waiting blindly for the next message. I absolutely love it. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get you started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions or chats when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. BetterHelp is going to help those of you who may be stuck in a situation like mine. Ready for therapy, but no luck finding someone or someone soon enough. A big thank you to our sponsor who's letting you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com backslash that foreign feeling. That's better H-E-L-P p.com slash that foreign feeling hello that foreign feeling podcast listeners have nikki grace and steph here um again thanks for always listening to our podcast that foreign feeling we are so excited to share out with everybody the resources that we love um but also the professionals that we have contact with to hopefully help you and meet you wherever you're at yes hello everybody we're gonna (laughs) Oh, hi. Go Go ahead. We're going to start off with a recap of May was Mental Health Month. So we have over 20 recorded episodes on the podcast, little mini episodes, easy to listen to on a car ride to work or uh, in between when you have free time here and there. Um, uh, Just go to thatforeignfeeling.com and you can listen to those. But we're going to talk a little bit about what... Some of our favorites were that we, the three of us, recorded because we're the three that are able to make it on today. So um, I'll go first. Um, I feel like I'm like selling them to listen to my episode, but (laughs) I did a couple on DBT and that's dialectal behavioral therapy. And I had struggled with mental health. Well, I still do, but um, less of a struggle because I have those coping skills from DBT since I probably started, if I look back now, I can see very young 
um, some elements of my life being affected by mental health, but definitely like um, once I started high school and I'm 34 now. So I think I just had my 15 year reunion, but I think my life has changed completely since I um, went to therapy, uh, DBT therapy specifically, and learned those coping skills. So I highly recommend checking out um, those mini episodes and looking into some of the resources I gave. Uh, there was a podcast uh, I referenced, uh, dbttools.com. Um, I gave, if you look at our graphics on social media, I um, put a workbook up that I use. And so that, and then I did one on gardening um, towards the end of the month. And I, I talk a little bit of, about my phobia about ticks which is embarrassing but at the same time like realistically I know it's there and it makes me mad because I want to go outside and not be scared of them um and I noticed once I got into the garden I didn't get to garden last year because I had shoulder surgery I noticed once I got in there you see so many bugs like they're just everywhere and then it 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 made it better I was like oh I can I can handle this and it kind of gets you out of the house and into their element. And then it's a lot less scary and uh, gives you time to uh, focus your attention on something else and, and move slower and uh, complete a task. Grow To grow something is just amazing and to reap its benefits. And especially um, for kids, if you have kids, I fully believe that's why mine eat vegetables is because I started to have a garden and stuff and they were they're so proud of it and excited to grow it excited to eat it so those would be um that's my cell on the on the episodes I think I like most and had the most fun with but yeah well as I'm sitting here like literally covered in chigger bites we went camping this weekend because that's like our happy spot and I came home and I was like oh I need chiggers Gosh. So I'll have to get some like super cool suggestions from you for gardening because I have a black thumb. I don't have a green thumb. So like when I touch things, they like pretty much die. They don't grow. <laughs> so I'll have to get some really cool thoughts from you. There's hope because that used to be me. Oh, and then, gosh. Um, yeah, just dug into it eventually and just kept trying and just you catch on and stuff nature's more resilient than we are so uh, you don't have to have that much of a green thumb i feel like <laughs> sun and water does a lot <laughs> that's good <laughs> okay well i'll talk um next about a couple of highlights that i had shared in the resources so the first one i want to talk about is the adrc the aging and disability resource center i feel like this is a really missed um, resource for a lot of people. So I had kind of highlighted all of the things that they do, but I love working with our ADRCs. I have to work with our local ADRCs all the time through AHEC. Um, but we refer a lot of people there who need long-term care. They need mental health resources. They need transportation care. There's just so many things that the ADRC does that not many people know about. So to reach out to your ADRC, see what they have available in your communities. Every county legally has to have an ADRC. So I know that everybody has access to one. 
Um, and then the other one that I love to talk about is dementia friends. Um, dementia is not just um, our elderly and aging population. Dementia reaches a lot of people. Um, there's even childhood dementia now, which is incredibly scary to watch. So with, through this Dementia Friends training, I love, and these are also people that work for the ADRC, Dementia Care Specialists, but I just love how they talk about dementia because they really want people living with dementia to live and work successfully in their own communities and to be in their communities. But what they need to do and what they're trying to do is educate us as community members to help them live in their communities. If we see somebody with dementia or if we're questioning maybe they're living with dementia, to actually help them and stop what you're doing in the grocery store and ask if they need help. So those are two that I loved recording and I'm super passionate about. So thank you. Off to Grace. Yeah, and I'll also plug Dementia Friends because I've gone through that training myself when I was in AHEC and it was super eye-opening because I personally have never, like, had that in my family so I've never seen it but like just like you said the grocery store was one of the examples that they talk about and like the warning signs that you see when someone has it it's incredibly eye-opening so I suggest it as well um but I kind of hit on some college-aged resources um I did one specifically for um UWL which is the school that I attend and some of the resources that they have available to its students so I kind of hit on a bunch of different ones there. And then I also hit on one that actually Steph recommended me to do um, about commuting students, which is the very last day in May. And I kind of talked about my life basically on the road <laughs> because I go to and from school a lot and I go home a lot. So I just kind of talked about like what I experience and what I do to like keep myself organized, like not always being in one space. So sometimes people have, Sometimes people experience that, like, even not even college students. So that was another That's why I recommended it. <laughs> I know. I was, a, I'm like, we travel a lot and my kids have school, like, I homeschool and we take their stuff. I'm like, to and from different places. So I wanted to get your perspective. And so I'm super excited to listen to it. Yeah. So I did that one. And those are probably my two favorites. I also did one that I kind of had fun with, which, I kind of went out of the box and I did like a daily resources that I use, which hits on social media. And you do have to be obviously like careful when you're utilizing social media for like mental health. But if you utilize it the right way, it can actually bring you a lot of joy. So if you want to learn how to do that, listen to that episode. And that's also towards the end of the month of May. So I think that kind of hit um, all of our favorites. Um, obviously, we had... Anna, she hit on a bunch of really good stuff, too. Um, yep. She hit on I, stuff about... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go in, go into it. Go ahead. What she hit on and stuff and recap it. Um, inpatient and outpatient resources, mm -hmm. crisis resources, resources for teenagers. Um, and that was a really great program that involved DBT. Um, uh, and uh, su suicide awareness. So those were all super good too. And so, yeah, you guys should check those out. And then this will kind of be the end of our season one. And I'm going to let Nikki kind of give the teasers for second two and talk about that. 
Thank you. So, okay, friends, we have some super exciting stuff. So that born feeling, we're going to take a couple of months just to refresh our own brains, but also we're going to be interviewing some people for season two. So season one, we talked a lot about our professionals. We talked a lot about professional resources. So now what we want to do is we want to talk to people who are living with mental health challenges or have um, recovered from mental health challenges or are living with somebody with mental health challenges. So this is going to be our lived series season two. How cool is that? Like, it's so fun because I feel like this is criminal minds all over again, but going to have to listen because we have some really stellar human beings that we are going to going to be interviewing who are so excited to share their stories with you. And our hope is that the more you hear people who are living with this, who are living with mental health challenges, who are seeking out those resources, that you too feel like you can share your story, which is exactly what we want. So stay tuned for season two and have a wonderful summer. Thank you for listening to That Foreign Feeling. For more information on The Butterfly Path or this podcast, visit thatforeignfeeling.com.